This is the Cowboy for Game Pokemon Podcast. Brag, Junior, by Blake. Oh, this is when we did the introductory podcast. But this is probably the like first one since that's just been us because it was yeah. you, Scully. Was it Kev on the? Yeah, me, Scully, Kev. We'll have to bring that back eventually. But it's just you and me for today's uh, TCG episode. Um, thing we're going to do in the feed. We're just going to talk about Pokemon and about whatever we want to like to talk about Pokemon. Yeah. So today's one we're talking about, talking about the card game. I'm going to probably put an indicator in the description saying either TCG, Pogo, Sword and Shield. Yeah. Or I guess we can talk about. You know, there's no there's no hard rules, but we'll just put an overall thing and no episode numbers. We're just going to be free and loose doing this. So always stay tuned in the podcast feed if you want to listen to us on the go, or we'll put it up on YouTube whenever we see fit. If you're into that. Yeah, because uh, we don't want to spam YouTube too much, so yeah. we'll figure out. Uh, and if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh player, just stick around for a little bit and hear about how their tournaments run, see if you're interested, because as all of us who went besides Kev were all Yu-Gi-Oh players, other than Ke- like out of the seven of us that went, yeah, six people were Yu-Gi-Oh players, so, oh, other than Sky, I guess, too, but yeah, so stick around for a little bit and see see what you think. Yeah, um... Yeah, and hello to the Yu-Gi-Oh players as well that have come across. Because, you know, we are Cowboys for Game, but still, c for g Yeah. We'll just keep it as a nice, cute little c for g We're probably going to go back to that. That's going to be funny, because we kind of started to stop saying c for g But here we are. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, we are. I like it. I like um, it. So, we did a League Cup. We did... First... Some of us did two. <laughs> yeah. The first Unified Minds League Cup, or was... Uh, at least in Australia, absolutely. Yeah. Um, if there were any others, people would have been... There, there was one special event in Melbourne. Yep, yep. That Unified Minds was legal for, um, but this is absolutely the first cup. Yeah, so this is the first cup. Um, my first cup, uh, I might have done a long time ago, but there. Yeah, so this is my first proper one where like, I'm approaching it, knowing what other people play, and I'm not just here for some crazy ride. I'm kind of starting to get a bit more into it. Again. My yeah. God, it's what, good. What a fun game, and what a uh, other than. Other than, I'll, I'll absolutely go out and say it, other than people being like way too rude about time rules, other than that, really lovely community. The, the, the people who were there at Nui were really cool and I had a really good time. I didn't get a gauge of who was being a bit snarky about the thing. And, I, and they probably could have raised it as a legitimate point. But then again, the snark got them what they achieved. Uh, so basically, when the, tour, uh, the tournament started, they came out saying it was going to be 45 minutes. Based on based on a rule, yeah, an official rule that was the most up to date rule that they had found. Yes. So, and there's a head TO there, so you need a. As I learnt later on, you, per per store, you need a certified, been through, uh, like a outline quote like questionnaire and and being tested. You need a tested TO per store. Yeah. So their TO had come across these rules and went, you know what? Instead of forty minutes, um. Uh, sorry, instead of 50 minutes, we're going to do 45 because we've got so many people here. It's already going to be six rounds. Yeah. It'll speed up the day and we'll be able to get through things um, a lot simpler, uh, a, lot, a lot quicker. And people had a big problem with it. Scoey raised the point that um, it's too... Uh, when you have a longer round and you can take more time, it decreases variance on just being bricked. Yeah. Um, which good players obviously care about more. However, I do know for a fact that it was two people going over and talking to them seriously and like sitting and like, uh, so Henry and another guy he knew, yep. I think it was Brent walked over and like actually sat and actually like uh, spoke to them properly. 
And then that's when they reconsidered, and I was like, okay, like. So was fifty minutes the because like when fifty I, minutes has always been the go to. So I I knew that they said fifty minutes. Oh, how long was times at world? How long was time at worlds? From what I remember, fifty. Because I definitely but, remember. But when you go into tops, it obviously gets a lot longer. Yeah, so it must have been like it must have been longer than fifty minutes. I was on the impression that rounds were shorter, and then when they had fifty minute rounds at um, worlds, and I could swear the commentators noted that. Uh, that this is longer than usual, so like the players might. So yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe. But, uh, but other than that, like it took us, it took us over three hours to drive there, but it was fun. Um, but it was a long drive, so I did, I did understand them wanting to make it shorter. But yeah, I, I was completely cool with them making yeah. it. But the, especially the, coming from you, yeah, we are uh, very, very used forty to minute it. rounds, and the the match ends there, so there's yeah. no turns in time. Yeah, um, it's pretty. It's rubbish, and it's actually a thing we debate a lot in that game. Yeah. Um, but we don't. We debate with people who don't listen. Unlike these two, uh, these the store who which listen. these store. Yeah. So all credit to them. They went back and evaluated it and went, okay, these people obviously wanted to be fifty minutes, so they changed it. Yeah. It was. Um, it was probably the right call, and I we got out. Reasonably, it was still daylight when we left. So yeah. Well, when you left. When we left, because. <laughs> We're buried the lead here. You topped. I did top. <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked. And then, and then, just to point out, because we'll talk about it more, but Kevin topped on Sunday. Yeah. Which had less people, but the people who went were just as were just like as yeah. stacked. So, going into the event, um, because this is the first cup of the season, and they got rid of the uh, max per quarter cups you can go to. So, the way you qualify for Worlds is you get points. Um Normally they cap and say you can only go to two cups. It's your best two cups per quarter, yeah. equaling up to eight cups. They've got got rid of that and said eight cups just in general that you can go to, um, and your best eight will go towards worlds. So all of the good players have gone, all the very like, have come down from Queensland, have come across from Canberra, have come up from Melbourne because they've realised with a double cup weekend, that's fifty points minimum on a long grind towards their their top eight in Oceanics or so with getting rid of that hard cap the hard cap of how many cups you can go is that going to mean that when all these players reach the threshold where they're qualified for Worlds that they keep so there are two options so normally later in the season it does um I I will say this is all speculatory and this is not at all what actually happens yep People tend to sometimes, or quite frequently, scoop for people who need points. Ah, oh, cool. So it's a bit so more... So people, people who need the points do... But later on as well, the good players stop coming because... Uh, well, here's the thing. The middle pile of good players stop coming, but the top, top, top end really want to fight for that top eight spot in Oceanics by points because that's the pay. Yeah. That's when they pay you to go to go to Worlds or go to a event Otherwise, and it skips you into day two. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so for example, uh, 250 is the cutoff for Worlds, yeah. uh, is the is the qualifying for Worlds. But last year, uh, Christian was eighth exactly and he was on 870 points. So that that and above was yeah. the was the threshold to... So the, yeah, you're looking for trying to get a thousand points to get a flight yeah. and stuff. So, so they'll, they'll still be there, but... The fact, like... It's still crazy, isn't it? It's so good. It's they send still eight crazy. They send eight people. <sighs> because you know, you know the thing, though. You know what happens? 
So, for those of you who don't know, the top eight uh, by points in Oceanic region and then top 16, I think it is, or, or, or top from Europe and then from uh, South America and then from the America regions, uh, get paid to go to Worlds or to a major event of their choice. Um, and then they get to skip into day two of Worlds, which is also really important for them. Yeah. Um, also, skipping into day two of Worlds almost always means you're getting a good payout from Worlds anyway. Yeah. So, um, but what this does is, for example, Henry going over and winning Worlds has gotten the Australia scene way more into it. Yeah. So, it's a, it's an investment in their own... It's an investment in their own market to send Australia... Like, to send, you know, eight Aussie blo- Even just if they were the only ones who went, he still he still won. And then we've got all these people, like, who are, who are really excited because Australia's on the map now for good players... Who were coming back like um, there was two guys from Canberra at the New Newey Cup who hadn't played in two years, yeah. But they're very good players, and and Kevin was like, oh, I never thought I'd see him back, and but they all they all got back into it because of they were all super hyped about it. So it's also, like a cool the game seems the game seems to be pretty healthy. Like uh, there's plenty of decks going around. It's actually a little bit not intimidating, but trying to get your head around. What every people, deck. Yeah, every deck yeah. and what it does and the nuances and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, getting into that, what the hell did you play and what did you top with? I played Picaron because it is uh, it is slightly brain-dead aggro. And yeah. that's what I like. Yeah. Uh, I don't like sitting there for... I don't... So, my, my middle to late game play is pretty poor because I'm very used to Yu-Gi-Oh! where there is no middle to late game. Uh, like, you're not going 20 minutes in a round in Yu-Gi-Oh! It just doesn't happen. Yeah. So, when I got to my late game I feel like I was struggling a little bit so I went let's just not have a late game let's yeah. just go full aggro so I played the I did play the Jirachi list I uh, uh, it's based on Kaiwen's list but which is slightly slower than uh, a few other Picaroms contrary to what I said but I started with Jirachi very little um, but it was good uh, it had a really good matchup uh, against everything but new box which I ended up playing twice yep um but against Malamar, and then against a uh, Water Mew box, and then against another Malamar, like it, it did well. It did. It. I was impressed about how little I dead drew. I was impressed by how consistent the deck was, even with bad prizes. The deck still did its thing. Like, and because of where we are in the format, it being a bit of a slower format because we're not just generally by power of decks because we're at the start of rotation. Decks are the least powerful they're going to be. Yeah. Um. It, if, yeah, if you have to attach an enemy uh, an energy a turn, it, that's okay. And you can get there eventually, like, even if I didn't find my Coco to... Because if you really think about it, the only energy that you can attach besides being in hand is Coco. Yeah. And if I wasn't getting to it, because I only play two communications, so that's the only way you search it. Which makes me think I want to play Fan Club. It's the add two basics. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, you can add the Dene and you can add Coco. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So you can put the Coco on the bench, play the Dene, put the energy in the bin, and then go. Like, I think it's pretty hot, but. Are you sticking with it, or are you. Oh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So I'm building Mew Box now because yeah. I think. I think it's such a high skill cap deck where the better you are, the better that deck gets. Like, it just doesn't have a ceiling on it. Yeah. There's room for crazy techs if you, you find one. There's room for, like, trainers to be swapped. I think it's super liberal the way that deck's played. When I was versing a Mew box, it, it, like, the dude was nice as hell um, and gave me my first loss. Did, was he wearing a blue shirt? I don't remember. Smaller guy? 
No, he's, he's getting pretty tall. Uh, red hair, red beard. Oh, is somebody else playing Mew Box? I thought there was only two. No. Oh, no, there was another one. Yes, I know who you're talking about because I, I specifically wanted to avoid him. Yes. <laughs> because because of the deck like I yeah. just didn't want to play his um yeah and just like and the shit he's pulling off even though like it was to my detriment um, you were like ass cool yeah I'm like, fine, like, like that's yeah that's so scammy I love it like it's I love I love the amount of GX's you can play it's just so Latios. cool dude how good is that Latios <laughs> also you know what came up Co- they play Cobal oh, well Henry's List plays Cobalion yeah yeah just for the GX that says you can't attack next turn and and there there was there was a point yeah. where I had all my energy. I was as far into my gameplay as I could go, and he wasn't there yet. And he just went, "Stop for a turn. I'm gonna load up with my welder. I'm gonna bring things in and slap you." And I'm like, "I'm now on the back foot." It's a really cool deck. It only gets better. Yeah. The as Lewis pointed out to me, the Charizard that comes out soon just does 300 for 400 for four energy. It's just 300. There's no effect. It's just kill a thing. Um, Maybe it's time to put Reshizard away and just do. No, you don't push. You put Reshizard in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like as in, like put yeah. it, put it aside. Yeah. Put. Well, that's a question. I mean, so I played Reshizard uh, Greens, yeah. uh, and this thing, and where this format is a bit slower, so I look at that and go, hey, it's pop. Yeah. It's it's a budget deck. It's the main reason. It's one hundred percent a budget deck. It's a bu- it's a budget deck, and also I don't feel it is the I don't feel it's the worst deck to play. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. Obviously, I still think abilities Reshazard is. I think I think that's got the. Like, it's better. It's better. It's only better based on uh, being able to play Dedenne. Like that's it. Yeah. Just being able to be a bit faster. But uh, and then you do, you have nine towels and stuff to do the um, custom catcher stuff instead. Oh, um, that's like the discard because then you can also a... use um, Pokemon communication because you got more to use. Like it gives you a bit more flexibility, but. Also, there's times we can maybe brick. I just find it hard to say that. It, I, I just think abilities are 100 percent better than it. But still, greens for what it does. Searching two greens are so powerful. Really That's in su- t- searching two stra- uh, trainers and knowing that hey, they're most likely not going to be able to ki- uh, kill my rushes up, or yeah. they can kill my Volk and take one prize. I don't care because next turn I got Welder and I'm going to hit whatever they try to kill my Volk. I also with. found it crazy that like if you go late game and you just top deck a greens, you're like. I just go get two custom catches. Hey, yeah, yeah, two custom catches. <laughs> and you're just like, eh, give me. Well, that's the thing. Like, with uh, such little bench interaction, the I, ability to search it's crazy. I versed a stall, uh, a stall Pidgey deck. Oh yeah, and dude. Volk had two energy on it somehow. And, and just I'm just like going, oh well, shit. Right, go for the custom catches. Come here, Pidgey. Yeah, dead. <laughs> yeah, dead. Yeah, it's like Pidgey. there goes your consistency, and then yeah. like it, then the next turn I kill off another Pidgey, and then that's it. Like, and then they don't have recursion, so yeah, yeah. I don't think um, I what well, I do think it's really cool. So so, um, it was six rounds. Uh, I started strong and then almost drowned. Um, <laughs> I I got to play some really good players, which was so cool. Like just to see the their style of play and like how fast they can get through their turns when needed but they take their time until they don't until they can't and then you just they just went getting with Henry would have been oh I was so stoked oh, the, the, thing was, the thing is too it was I was I played so much better against him because I had accepted defeat like because <laughs> I had accepted it, not that I accepted defeat I, I thought to myself if I lose I'm okay with that and because I was okay with it I just I wasn't stressed. Yeah, there's no pressure. And I just yeah. went for it, and I took a game Fuck. off him, which was I was stoked at because he told me that nobody had up until that point, which was really nice. Actually, um, that is a good point because if you are versing like the best, yeah, that yeah, you do go. Oh, 
there's no there's no pressure. I'm probably yeah. gonna lose. I'm okay okay losing. So then you, you I have, have nothing that's to actually, lose. But people like Christian <laughs> people like Christian and stuff who like yeah who have who are have a reputation for being a very good player. I understand them yeah want like having more of a uh, hunger to beat him. Yeah. But when I got to play him, he was super nice and he was like really really up for discussing his list and like or what why he thought certain lists were better than others. So when I got to play him in pools and I lost, um, I was like, okay. And then I lost the next game to Giratina Garchomp. I don't know if you know this. Yeah, uh, yeah. It does 160 yeah. for no energy. It's just like, ah, he, yeah. it's, uh, he's like 200 damage. And I'm like, Fah. Can pick random shit off too. I, it's... Both games, both games went Inke, 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 Malamar, Malamar, Malamar. And I was like, no worries. <laughs> oh, oh, take my seat over there and uh, cop this L. But um, and I won my winning in against Jeremy, which was really nice because he in uh, I discovered Kev won his winning in against Jeremy. Ah, I felt I felt oh bad God. now. Wollongong's coming to horn. Well, yeah, no, but but um, as ve- he's very very lovely and super supportive of us. Like just he was just so happy because I think to a lot of those good players aren't as desperate because they know how many events they've got. They know where the points are. They know, okay, am I likely to make the, the top eight? You know, if I'm not, I'll just aim for my points for Worlds and I'm happy with that. Yeah. Like, it's... So I think the... What I, what I was talking to Scoey about a lot is that there's there's actual value in the game, which means there's no perceived value. So when you don't have any perceived value, you don't have any elitism, you don't have any, like... Yeah. Because, in for example, in, in Yu-Gi-Oh, because you need some kind of value for all the effort you're putting in, People default to not default, but some people decide they go, oh, I'm better than this person, and that's their value of of competing yeah, and being just better than other people. And when there's actual value in the game, and and your value doesn't rely on just being better than other people, I think it makes everyone else. Like, that's nicer. a really that's a really like that's a really good comment, and it does show. I was um like yeah, just the the players that like yeah that have been far beyond play way better like they they talk to me like yeah they just and, the, and not even condescending like yeah no. they just they just they talk shit like they yeah. they they enter, like they entertain you just talk like, being an idiot yeah like and and like and the thing is too is that even even when i think i you know because you know what it did actually i had a power plant up and i had a zero aura and i retreated for free with zapdos but zero aura doesn't actually get its effect on the power plant yeah and I activated a an all so I, I retreated the zero aura and I activated a e power, and Christian was like, "Oh, you can't, like," and you know, so he was just like, "Oh, actually, you can't retreat it." And I went, "Okay," I put it back and I just left the. I was like, "Leave the e power down," and he was like, "Cool." And we like, he was just like, "It's a reversible game state. You don't need to. If it happens again, I will call it. But I'll call a judge just just to do a warning." But he was just like, "It's cool. It's like I can totally see why you made the mistake." And it was just so something like. There was no, it, it was a mistake, but it was completely reversible. It was totally fine. And it was treated that way. It wasn't like a, like I've been, sh- I've been sharked on way less. Yeah. And I'm like, it was just really nice for him to go, we are competing against each other, but he's like, no, like, and he also would expect the same if it was the other yeah. way. And I'm like, it's cool. Like it's, it's totally fine. Also, um, he, oh, not him. Um, also me. In speaking of reversible game stats, there was a bloke getting around that had different sleeves, and then I saw didn't, get, didn't get punished as much as Scoey spoke about this. 
and he was so confused because I, I was a I was one more table up. Scully was yeah. next to me at the time, and yeah, Scully's just like, no, you call a judgment. Like, you know, well, you're yeah. sorting that out. You can't have different sleeves. That's that's marking and, cards. Like that's um, what you can't. And even... they probably should deck checked him because it very much could have been a he's just chucked that in. Like yeah, do you know what he was playing? I didn't. I didn't get to see that yeah. much. It was a little bit out of my yeah. view, um, field of view. But I'm um, curious as to yeah, and they they came to some some sort of arrangement or penalty, but I don't. I think it probably yeah. should have been a total loss and deck check and check that out because like that yeah. seemed to be a bit dodgy. The, my round one was against the guy who was playing Malamar structure deck, and he was a bit out there. Um, oh yeah, but he dropped a or he like muddled his deck to begin with. Before we even started shuffling. And then we played our whole set, which I won, I won 2-0. And then he's like, oh, I dropped a card. And he just like pulled an energy up. And he's like, oh, that's where that energy went. And I was like, all right. Oh my God. I spoke to, the, I spoke to the, uh, the, the lady who was working there at the time. And she was like, oh, it's his first tournament. He's like, you know, he's not all... And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I was like, he, yeah, it's fine. He, I, I think I know the bloke you're talking about. Yeah. He did something where it was like, he left his folder on the table. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not having any bar of this. Like, we're no. going up to the way, and we're going. I'm yours. I, I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure it's the guys, but I'm not even getting involved in that. No, to say no. whose it is. I'm no. just, I'm it's handing it over. I haven't even looked at what's in there. Yeah, uh, but so, uh, so actually, so if we want to go over out, out, so for Newcastle, yeah, I've got the results here. So after pools, um, and I should be able to remember off the top of my head, um, who placed where. So we, uh, from first to eighth, we had uh, Henry Brand, Brent, Jack Miller, Christian, uh, Lucas. Shout out Lucas, by the way. Just moved up into Masters, so just 18. Oh, yeah. yep. Uh, went to Worlds last year for seniors, and he was like really wanting to prove himself for Masters, and he did super well. Yep. Uh, Shane Quinn, Damien, and me, uh, and eighth. Um, and so from first to eighth again, it was a Mew Box, uh, Picaron, Picaron, Tina Tags, which is the. Giratina, Malamar, Rando, Christian. Yeah. BS. Greens, Reshizard. Right up there. Shout out, Lucas. Yeah. Mew, um, Box again. Tina Chomp, which was the guy who beat me, uh, and Picarol. Yeah. So that Tina Chomp, by the way. Oof. Um, uh, so, and then where this ended up, I know Christian won, Shane came second, I think Henry came third, um, Jack might have come fourth, and then from there, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was... I. It looks like Malamar just beats Mewbox, and I'm not entirely sure how. I, I yeah, I definitely seen a bit of movement and talk about Malamar, and I'm like, I just don't, I just don't see it. Yeah, and then nah, but it uh, does. It's, <laughs> it's, so here's the thing too with that with that deck. I'm meant to be a good matchup for me. Yeah. I'm Pickerum's meant to beat that deck, and the, the amount of any so the damage even with Lysander's lab, which is like. Something that not a lot of lists play, but is a complete counter to that deck. Even with it, it was still like a spell tag would go off and put 40 on something. Then put 40 on something. And Giratina would put 20 on something. And then all of a sudden, he's brought in a Nihilego that's hit me with my own move. Or a Mimikyu that's hit me with my own move. Or yeah. or the Espa, which has just said, oh, see the uh, the hundred, the 10 damage counters you have in your... Yeah, it's dead now. Like, it just... And it's it takes so long smacking through one prize at a time, and then yeah. and then when you're not expecting it, you he goes, Espion Deoxys, load 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 hundred spread damage to clear five prizes worth of shit, and 
I think other than Mewbox being able to set up their own Deoxys, there's no counter in Mewbox for that deck. No. And it showed because Christian beat Henry two days in a row. Like, yeah, you can't like as as far as deck as far as drawing goes and as far as RNG goes, beating him in a semifinals two days in a row speaks for it. Like that just that deck's just good. And don't get me wrong, he's been playing that deck for, or a variant of that deck for, a year and a half to two years now. I think one pricing is very interesting. It's so tough when you're used to just killing two things and the game being done. You just I hit it in K. And then I bring in a Malamar with two custom catches. I hit it. And I'm like, cool. And I hit a Giratina and it spreads me. That's and it. I hit a Once Giratina you get the third one, that's me. where it starts going, where you yeah. got shit. I'm getting and like, and like every time Giratina comes in, it does one third of you, you kill it, and then it does another 20 coming out. And I'm like, bruh. It's already hit me for half of my health, and then the Espers just killed me. Like, it's such a good deck. I, I, I would be hesitant to say that anybody picking up the deck would do as well with it. I really do feel like it's because that's the, probably one of the first competitive decks he made and he just stuck with it yeah. for the rest of his goddamn life. Um, now, I, for day two for uh, Maitland, yep. uh, I'm not sure if this is in order of who ended up winning, but Christian's at the top and yep. Henry's sec, like near sex, so I want, maybe. Um, so we had Christian up top playing Malamar Giratina. Um, Paul... Uh, Coletta playing Mew Mew Box. Uh, Ying playing Ability uh, Reshi, uh, Yep. Uh, Ying, very, very good player. I got really unlucky. Uh, Newcastle, he's normally always up top. Um, Henry playing Mew Box. Uh, Brent, again, playing Ability Zard. Uh, Mitch Dowling, who's Jack's mate. Uh, I'll, I'll point him out to you. Cool guy. Really, really nice guy playing Bahim. Yeah, yeah. Kev playing Behem and Josh <laughs> playing Pikachu so and Zekrom. What, made what Kev... a fucking deck, huh? Yeah, so, yeah, how did that come up? So, Kev played Guardi Sylveon in Nui, and yeah. it just didn't do well. Like, it has a really good Picaron matchup, but it struggles against Zard. Yeah, it's... And that's about it. So, Behem, if you're not super well-versed with it, is essentially a semi-stall deck that revolves around doing 90, using Behem's attack which does 90 shuffles all the cards attached to it back into the deck and locks your opponent from using items the the, the following turn yeah you do this by and you, you the, the whole game plan is you set up the nine tails which can't be damaged by EX or GX's yeah you sit that up front you use boards that or like they're like I forget what they're called um, they're, it's an item that gives every that gives it retreat yeah um, you retreat it into the Behem, give it the triple burst energy, hit it, put everything back in deck, evolve it, do, and just rotate that until they die. It looks like Kev played a lot of different matchups, so it's not that he just got his matchup and just rolled through. Um, he versus Mewbox, he versus Reshizard, so... <laughs> the only two people playing Behem topped, so, you know, rogue, huh? Yeah, I can see that deck working, because that has Pidgeotto in there too, yeah? Yes, yeah, it does for a bit of consistency. That it doesn't. Can't. It doesn't go full bird shit where it goes like three and. It's just aggro bike every turn. Yeah, but you'd have to discard. Yeah, I think the only the only the only detriment of the deck is the deck itself. Like if it doesn't draw its triple burst energy, it has trouble. Yeah, because if you if you're stalling your opponent out, and then you give them a turn, they have like ten cards, and they're just gonna. 
even then, to be fair, even then they're taking a prize. Mm. So, eh. Well, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good wind up of uh, yeah. the meta. We've got uh, top right in two weeks. Yep. Which we'll be going to, and then the week after in Penrith. So we're going to be giving it a red hot crack. I will make you say what deck you. I mean, you're looking at building um, Mew Mew. Yeah, I've got Mew but... Box and I've got um, Picarom, and I'm going to just through testing kind of work out where I sit with those decks. Yeah. If I'm not comfortable with Mew Box, I don't imagine I'm changing between now and then. I think I'll keep it simple. Just, I mean, we've seen the deck can perform. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm just going to set up a base. I, by then, I'm pretty sure in a couple of weeks, like someone will probably come up with an answer to it. I don't think I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I might struggle. Uh, I think we look, can refine it, the items a little bit and see where we go. I'm here for the. I'm here for the ride. Yeah, it should be fun because <laughs> we're in ride. Oh, oh, send help! I've been bodied. Send help. Um, uh, I've been full blitzed. Let us know what you're playing. What you want to play this Unified Minds uh, in the comments, in the emails, tncpgmail.com. Large eat. Um, I'll find some gimmick to do at the end of the episode eventually. Bum, 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 bum. Andrew making the weird orgasm noise. It's not weird. It's natural, baby. It, that, that, <laughs> they used that on my deck profile. I was like, yeah, fair. <sighs> I was like, yeah, cool. Check out my deck profile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I, I am completely honest about how poor that deck ran when it ran poorly. <laughs> it like my deck's so shit, but I still top because that's how good the deck is. <laughs> you, you, you price on the mountain five games in a row and it just works. Otherwise, have a good one.